those timeless words of Charles Wesley, Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, veiled in flesh the Godhead he, hail incarnate deity, pleased with man as man to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel, God with us. So hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. This morning, we'll just uh, have some brief thoughts that we'll share together. It's, uh, it's a short lesson before our kids come in in just a few minutes and uh, to sing to us and to encourage us. A few of them are, are under the weather, so let's show a lot of enthusiasm when they come in and get that adrenaline flowing, like to give them true home court advantage as they come in. The, um, but I want to share just a little bit. Uh, there's so many wonderful aspects about the Christmas story, not only right at the time of the birth of Christ, but as Mike shared, there are times, so many times throughout history where this message of good news, of the birth of Christ, of God being with us, has impacted people in such a dramatic, dramatic way. But I'd just like to focus on something in a brief way. What we learn from, uh, from the angels surrounding the birth of Christ uh, we know in Luke chapter 2, we're going to be going there in just a minute, so you can turn over or turn on, you know, your Bibles, and we'll take a look at that. In, in Luke chapter 2, um, the story continues. In Matthew chapter 1 and 2, in Luke chapters 1 and 2, we see this account of uh, everything surrounding the birth you know, of Christ. And all of these events are actually harked, are heralded by, by angels. In this passage, we're going to see the message of a great host of angels is glory to God in the highest. Don't be afraid. This is a day of good news, of great joy, for here a Savior is born, and he's Christ the Lord. And so the angels hark the, uh, the true identity of Jesus. And then also when Mary is uh, first told, actually by an angel again, Gabriel, that she was going to give birth to Jesus being a virgin herself, and just how, how, how could that possibly be? And she's wondering about that, and the angel says, nothing is impossible with God. And that's a Christmas message as well. And then, of course, as the angel uh, reveals himself to Joseph there, and he tells him, you're going to name this little baby boy Jesus, for he will be Emmanuel, God with us. And so that message is, we're never alone. The angel told, told Mary, the Lord is with you, Emmanuel. These are such amazing things to consider and to be able to think about. And there's so many wonderful stories embedded, and you wish you had more chapters to talk more about Mary and about Joseph and about the shepherds and what happened to them. And, and we know a little bit about what happened in Bethlehem, especially a couple of years you know, later. But um, when you think about this, it's, it's amazing. You, you see in the scriptures all around the birth of Christ this great supernatural element that angels are involved. It's not just people. It's just not time and place. It's not coincidence. It's not, it's not just something of human effort. Angels are literally all over the place. An angel tells Mary she'll give birth to Jesus. The angel tells Joseph to call his name Jesus. An angel warns Mary and Joseph to flee to Egypt because Herod is going to go on a rampage against all the little kids there in that area. And then an angel tells them at the right time to come back you know, to, to Israel. And in Luke chapter 2, 
where we'll uh, look at next. We want to see that uh, the angels herald this great announcement of the birth of Jesus. All right, here we go. It's very well, it's very familiar to us, but let's read it, read it together. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified, because angels are terrifying beings, and their presence is just overwhelming. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. And as you're going to see the, uh, the shepherd's reaction in a little bit, this is the message of the Christian community and all of us. It's good news. It's great joy. And we get excited about telling people about everything that this means, not just a little baby was born, but all the significance of it. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, Christ the Lord. 700 years before the prophecy that Mike was referring to over in, in the Isaiah, in that section of Isaiah, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's who Jesus is. And then suddenly, that silent night came alive. As you keep reading in the past, suddenly, a, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, and they're praising God, and they're saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When we sing songs like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, or the other songs of the Christmas season that we'll be singing together, sometimes in our homes, sometimes in a church service like this, we'll be kind of encouraging the kids along as they sing. We're joining this heavenly you know, host. We're joining all the men and women. Great moment and for the coming of the kingdom, and we're all saying, This is good news, this is great joy. And so, you really ought to sing Christmas songs with joy and with smiles, and not just the, the fun secular ones, but these, but, but get our hearts all around this. We'll have an opportunity to do that even before we're, we're finished today. And then, next, it tells us that um, when the angels had left them and, uh, and gone out. Uh, back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, and that would have been a great conversation to be a part of, wouldn't it? Just to be there, and what are these guys thinking? Well, you know, are they completely blown away? Are they in their right mind, but they're just going, whoa, you know, uh, let's go to Bethlehem, and let's see this thing that happened about which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and they found Mary and Joseph, and the baby was lying in a manger, and when they had seen him, they spread the word. Do you see it? They spread the word concerning what he had been told, what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. You know, we continue that tradition as a disciple, as a Christian. You know, that, this is, that we truly get it. We, we, we have heard it. The eyes of our, 
our heart had been opened, and we've heard the message as being from God, as being directly from him, and we've accepted it, and we believe it, and then we've embraced Jesus as Savior and Lord, and then the natural response, it was the angel's response, it was the shepherd's response, it was the early Christian's response, it was Mary after she discovered that even greater, you know, miracle of the resurrection, again, heralded by angels, you know, and that, that she was just so full of joy. The Savior has come and the Savior has, has risen. It's just that powerful joy. And, you know, as the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then take that into our hearts. And so we truly are just out talking about good news of great joy and spreading the word. And I, I'm glad in our, our church we can join that, uh, you know, that tradition and that that reality of, of, of accepting Christ as Lord, spreading the word, being full of joy. You know, some things come to my mind, and I've thought about this through, you know, through the years, because like Jeff said, I mean, there are four chapters, you know, that really talk about this in the Bible, and there's so many things going on between the lines that we don't know about, but it does cause you to, to speculate, and just to wonder what it would have been like and what was going on, you know, there. And I, I wonder sometimes, you know, about this. There's some questions that come to my mind, particularly when I think about, when I think about the angels. And uh, I've, I've done studies on angels, and I've thought about it a lot, and I've prayed about it a lot, and tried to get, get more connected with God on the, the spiritual level. We know what the Bible says, that... Um, that in Ephesians chapter 6, that there's a spiritual realm, right? You know, there's spiritual forces of good and evil. It's been the stories, our great epic stories throughout history are all about this battle between darkness and light and good and evil and whether you, you, you relate to it in a Star Wars kind of thing or some other context, it's always that sense that there is something more. There's this spiritual realm. And did you know that according to Jesus and the promise of God is God is here among us? He is among us. And he lives within us as we've made him Lord, repented, believed in Christ, been baptized into Christ. And, you know, he's inside of us. And the Bible says you haven't just come to church this morning. This is Hebrews 12, don't you remember? But you've come to a festive gathering of thousands of angels. The Bible says when somebody is baptized, Stephen getting baptized in a few minutes, and then a little bit later on, one of the uh, campus students from Emory, and a little bit later on, one of our campus moms being baptized, what happens? The angels break loose in celebration. It's good news. It's great joy. That's what it's all about. And you know, I wonder, you know, sometimes if we'd been there, would we have seen the angels? Could the people of Bethlehem see the angels? Could they see the angels in Jerusalem? It's only seven miles away. Could the sound of their voices be heard, you know, in other places? Or did the angels reveal themselves alone to the shepherds? I don't know. How about you and I this Christmas season? Have you heard any angels singing? Can you listen for them? Either you do or you don't. The shepherds heard them. Mary heard them. Joseph heard them. I don't think Herod heard a thing. How about it? Can you hear the angels singing? You know, they bring good news of great joy from the other side. 
the best news the world has ever heard. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. And if you and I listen with all of our heart, we can probably still hear them singing. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth among those with whom he is well pleased. So what is the message? Emmanuel, God with us. I will be with you, the last thing that Jesus said before he returned to heaven. What is the message? Nothing's impossible with God. And, and what is the message? Well, it's ultimately a message of good news of great joy. Are our kids close by? They're there? Oh, we should, we should bring them on in, all right? Okay, because, you know, uh, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, and come on, North River kids, help us appreciate it even more. Amen. <laughs>